1: Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with your piano. Sing under him. With an instrument rejoice in the Lord, O oh, you righteous, sing unto him a new song for the word. the heavens made, made by the breath of His mouth. He gathers the waters together and stores
0: So the people of God are getting their act together, I believe, and discovering that holiness is becoming to God's people. You know, holiness is a result of God's presence, of knowing that God is present. It's kind of like you driving better when you know that the highway patrol is sitting right down the road here, you know. (laughs) When you know that he's present, well, you drive nicer. You're nicer. (laughs) Now, it's a little bit different in the situation here because we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ, so it's not a trip we're on. But it's just knowing that God is present. We are present in him and with him. And, you know, as we were singing the song there on the Oasis Network here on the broadcast, just be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Well, he's hearing us praise him and give him glory. Actually, we're singing praise or speaking praise to an unseen God. In other words, we don't see him with our eyes. But we know by his word that he's present. and We know by the witness of his very spirit in us that he is present. So this causes us to... See how close to the Lord that we can be so far as our awareness of him is concerned. He's always the same distance from us. He's close. He's near. He said, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. But we're talking about seeing how far from the world's mentality that we can stay away from to acknowledge the Lord's presence. The awareness of God's righteousness and that that's in us. He's put it in us in and through Christ. And holiness, which the Bible says without... No man shall see the Lord. So we are the holiness of the Lord, too. And God wants us to live holy, and he wants us to do that. But you see, the way we get there is to acknowledge his righteousness, that we're in right standing with him, and that we acknowledge his presence. And so then we just see that we're stepping away from things that are unproductive, and we're stepping into the areas of, as we say, getting our act together, acting out. Our position in God. You know righteousness is not something that you attain from the standpoint if you'll get good enough while you will then finally be righteous. No. When you receive Jesus Christ I've got great news for you. You became as righteous then as you would ever be and you became as righteous then as the Lord Jesus because you are the righteousness of God in Christ totally identified in him and with him. The presence of a holy God will bring an approach In our worship, that will be majestic. Instead of singing about the Lord, you and I will be singing to the Lord because we know he's present. Instead of uh, leaders, song leaders and praise leaders having to pump up and exhort people to praise the Lord, spontaneous worship will burst forth because we know that we're in right standing with God and we look as we begin to see that we thank him for his mercy. We thank him for his works to the children of men, to us Someone has said, Thanksgiving is our response to the Lord for answering our prayers. Someone has said that praise is our response to the Lord's character and His attributes. Then worship is our response to His presence. Psalm 100 gives us a progression. It says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, into His courts with praise, come before His presence, or worship Him with singing. You know, Moses was told two times by the Lord, go back and face the world system, so to speak. I'm going to multiply my signs, my wonders. I'm going to multiply my miracles of the land. You can read about it in Exodus 7, verse 3, and then Exodus 11, verse 9. And I liken these two particular occasions to what we know as the Pentecostal revival or renewal about 1900, or right right in the turn of the century, up through 1950, about 1900 up to 1950, and then the charismatic renewal from about 1950 on through 1980. Now, these two particular what we call waves of the miraculous were a demonstration to the unbelieving world that Jesus is truly the same yesterday, today, and forever, as Hebrews 13:8 tells us. Jesus' power has never been withdrawn, yet the world still persists in its unbelief. But we believe that the last chapter of the church age is still to be written, and the world hasn't seen anything to be compared yet to what they will see. It's going to take something drastic to catch the attention of a drowsy, uh, apathetic, disbelieving world, but God has the answer in his word. A greater display of the miraculous is going to occur. We Now, I believe we're in it right now. There's going to be uh, supernatural things more and more taking place. The church, as we know it, which has made up all the believers, everybody that's saved make up the church, the church the way the Lord looks at it. And the church will have apostolic purity and power and productivity. When Jesus returns, the church will go out in a burst of power and glory. And this is something to begin to praise God for. I believe that the worship now and in these days, just in Recent services just worshiping God people have received their healing you know where I have been in in some of the services and we're hearing of this so I believe the worship in the moments to come right now and in the following moments and hours and days it'll be so awesome worship will be so majestic to the Lord that great deliverances will take place while the people of God have voices lifted hearts lifted even hands lifted and worshiping the Lord in spirit, and in truth. That's why the song was an exhorting song today. Be glad and the Lord rejoice. The earth is full of his goodness. By his word were the heavens made, made by the breath of his mouth. God's letting his breath flow out here today. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hurting people, and somebody calls them Humpty Dumpties. They had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men, including the psychiatrists and so forth, couldn't put Humpty... Dumped it back together again. But the good news is that Jesus, the Word, can do that. He does do that. Put people back together again. We're just going to call this group here, uh, someone has called them the walking wounded. They're going to be transformed while worshiping God. My mind off of me. My mind off my hurts. My mind off of the problems that followed me in the church or wherever that I am. Or In the car. You don't have to be in church to worship, but that's a great place. But... The purest form of expression and worship uh, is singing the word. That's the purest form, singing God's word. That's why that we lean toward singing scripture or totally base scriptural uh, concepts, because this is it. And the Lord told me one time, he said, my anointing is on my word, and I've anointed my word. And as you sing my word, my anointing flows out. And the people who believe that and receive that will be healed in their body. Their needs will be met. You know... The difference in the future will be the presence of the Lord. The Lord's going to fill our meeting places with a dimension of His power and glory that will be most awesome. So look up and rejoice and praise God. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Engel's products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO. Or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.